Welcome to the Faith and More podcast. This is a transnominational podcast, meaning that it transcends all beliefs and religions. All are welcome and safe here around our fire and at our table, no matter what your faith, beliefs, or religion are or aren't. Hello, my name is Reverend Angel Wise, and I'll be your host. I am an ordained transnominational minister, shamanic light worker, director of the Oblates Perpetual Light, intuitive healer, studying Kabbalist, and life coach. I firmly believe that the divine, the creator, Adonai, Hashem, the great mother, God, whatever you want to label that which is beyond labels, works through people each and every day to help us. These angels and saints are so very humble, many of us don't know they exist or existed. Each week we will explore the lives of these amazing beings. We will also explore topics that can help your faith and spirituality, no matter what it is or isn't. The goal of this show is to encourage, educate, inspire, uplift, strengthen, and heal you and your faith and spirituality, no matter what it is or isn't. So be sure to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Before I begin each show, I like to give a disclaimer just so there are no shocks or jump scares during the show. The views and opinions expressed on this show are solely, and I do mean that literally, mine, the host, and our guest. Any and all content provided are of our opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. We always recommend that you further investigate, contemplate, and meditate on everything that is shared. ISEs, individual soul experiences, will vary. Warning, there will be triggers. Listening discretion is advised. Okay, everyone, welcome to the show. This is an extremely special show. Um, we are so beyond blessed to have an beyond amazing being with us today. Uh, as you all know, we've been talking about quite a bit, you know, all of season five and all of season six, if not before that, about the importance of spirit and the importance of us connecting with our spirit, learning how our spirit is, remembering, literally remembering that we are spirit having a human experience and not humans having an occasional spiritual experience. Um, our guest today, to me, is an expert on this. He is truly a master at this. Uh, he was ordained and is culturally renowned as an exorcist, healer, and spiritual warrior. He was born and raised in ceremony, tradition, and spirit of the Diné, which is the Navajo or Navajo. At the age of 13, he was chosen one of four individuals from his tribe to undergo training that goes above and beyond what a normal medicine person goes through. He was trained by a high council of mentors and with his peers from other tribes and backgrounds. Having earned many feathers with the high council's teachings, he has earned the right to teach others the sacred ways of his people. He has mastered a special technique that gives him the ability to communicate with the entities and spirits of all realms. He can actually get to know them, what they need and what they want. He has not only helped people, us humans, 
but he has literally helped thousands of spirits. And hopefully we will have time to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, he is a member of the Unearthing the Supernatural team, which is an indigenous paranormal team. Um, he's also been on Ghost Adventures, Peacock TV, Discovery Plus, YouTube, and much more. Um, and how this came about is uh, my wife, Haven, who and son, who are part uh, Absoluca, which is Crow. Um, she's always a great scout on trying to find, because we love paranormal. And those who listen, longtime listeners know that. Um, she's a great scout at trying to find new and unique ways or fresh ways of people who do paranormal. And she found <laughs> unearthing the supernatural. And um, they are just literally off the charts. And of course, I will have links to everything uh, with them and with Hero, our special guest. So without further ado, aho, yate, and welcome, Hero. Oh, thank you for, for having me here. And it's a pleasure, uh, pleasure for to have you guys reaching out and to express interest in uh, allowing me to talk here. Um, I was wondering if it's all right, if we can kind of start off with like a little kind of a breathing exercise for everyone and then uh, kind of a protection prayer is kind of something that uh, we, we prefer to do and we like to do anytime we talk about anything uh, spiritual in, in that sense. Absolutely. Okay. So we always like to try to do is we ground ourselves with breathing. So we'll take four deep breaths. And with each breath, I want you to breathe in uh, the air that has been gifted, a very special air that makes you alive, makes your spirit alive, and connects you with all things around you. So we'll go ahead and start. Ahonichae <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you again for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. <laughs> I can't thank you enough. Uh, and I, I apologize if I'm a little nervous because I'm a, I'm a bit starstruck. I have to say, <laughs> no need to be. I'm you're, just a regular person, honestly. <laughs> I, I know that, but your energy is just off the charts. It really is. It's just so so amazing. I, you know. So so anyway, folks, we're going to talk about uh, you know the importance of spirit. You've all heard me. Uh, bang the drum literally and and scream it from the mountaintops of of how important it is. And I'm not saying that we all just need to throw away our humanity. On the contrary, I'm saying that we need to find a balance between 
uh, spirit and um, and human, because you know, um, as I was talking to hear about before we started, is you know, if we're not blessed to be born into an indigenous culture, we are not raised in the ceremonies in the old ways um, to know what spirit is. We are from birth programmed. Uh, and again, like I always say, don't look at your parents, don't look at your grandparents or ancestors. They were taught and done the same way. We as settlers to uh, Turtle Island, as uh, the indigenous people call the United States, you know, this we're not indigenous to this area, to this land. And so we are taught and programmed completely differently by our culture, um, which is mostly European culture. And again, it's no fault of anybody's, but we have to remember there is so much more to life than being a human, working the, the job and paying the bills and just literally surviving. I mean, animals do that, you know, and, you know, they are actually higher on the on the plane than we are as far as evolution goes because they're not bogged down with all the garbage that we are and again it's nobody's fault but you know we need to find that balance and you know again we have the master here hero feel free to to share anything that you can to to help us um, especially those who don't have any background in spirit um and, you know, what that is, the importance of it, and how, you know, being connected with that and as well as the spirits around us, which we are completely, utterly surrounded. If we could see the spirits around us, our heads would probably pop. <laughs> and, uh, well, Hero can tell us all about it because he does. He does see these spirits. He He communicates with them and helps them. Yeah, and you're definitely right. That's why I have to wear this headband to keep my head from popping, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, ho, thank you. Um, when it comes to uh, at least being a, a basis of understanding of yourself, of each and every person that you interact with every day, it's really, I know it's hard to say to take away the cover, but it's really essentially kind of what you, what you really have to do and you have to take away the cover of what that person looks like on the outside. You, you, you can use your instinctual connections and instinctual DNA kind of survival instincts, but sometimes those have to be suppressed a little bit, especially when you meet someone or you feel someone. Um, you get to feel people when you get to move and interact with them and you tap into that. So indigenous culture and indigenous belief systems, we really tap into to energy. Uh, we really tap into spirits and how the flow of everything is. Everything is in motion. Everything is in flux. Everything is, is going to continue to move no matter how much you try to, to either stop it or manipulate it. There's no way as, as an individual person you can really do that. Instead, you just interact with that flow, you move with it. And just like that flowing river that's flowing everywhere, and you're just a, a stone. So being able to understand your place, being able to understand the place that's around you, it's like the stone waking up. 
you wake up and you realize there's this this water flowing around you and you realize you kind of look around and you see the sky and you see the elements you see animals you see people you see just things in nature in creation moving around and as that stone you start questioning yourself you start questioning why am i in this river why what is these things around me and why what why why am i like this why can why am i in this position and the stone has to realize what he is what he can do and his place and from there the stone looks outwards and understands how everything else moves what is this water what is this motion this power that's flowing around me that's shaping me that's turning me into a different form and then what has made this water where did it come from oh look there's storm clouds there's higher beings up there that are making thunder that are making rain and then you go outside of that okay how did the rain storm clouds get up there and you see a fire you see a mountain exploding volcanic creation you see even just a forest fire and the smoke billowing up and then the winds create the creating the dust all that helps with condensation and it goes back into the sky that flow of things things grow things pass away all things kind of connect in those ways and you really start to understand yourself and where you are and what i'm trying to get with kind of all these analogies and kind of making yourself a stone is as that stone you start seeing other pebbles other stones in the river you start seeing other beings that are similar to you and you start realizing okay so what here's our purpose here's how we connect maybe this other stone looks and thinks like you or behaves like you has an energy similar to you looks like it's going to be on the same path as you and then you start realizing there's other stones in another river and you start realizing there's other things and so when you realize and understand life from the lowest creature from the smallest thing even the smallest ant down to the smallest pebble the smallest grain of sand when you understand this perspective of life from there only then can you start building and start understanding the highest beings all the way up to the eagle that flies to the to the heavens and then beyond into the stars you have to understand what that pebble goes through. You have to understand the view of that, being able to understand hardship, being able to understand struggle, and then being able to get that viewpoint of what is that little thing going through? And then you can build from there. Um, ultimate test of empathy, ultimate test of awareness, of understanding yourself. And once you understand yourself, then you start journeying out and learning and becoming, shaping that stone that you are. And then they say a lot of indigenous people who are made from the earth, we are put together with pieces, very sacred objects, some of it with the earth itself, the, the, the mud, the clay, the stone, we're shaped in certain ways. And so understanding those basis teachings is going to really help you out. Just understand where you are. And yeah it's true that um non-indigenous people kind of have a little bit harder time with connecting to spirit and i only attribute that uh, my personal thoughts and beliefs with it is just that it's been a long time since you had that true connection it, it's been there your ancestral dna has those codes of being and living with nature living with the creator living with uh whatever you call your your god your creator being 
you have that connection there it's deep in your dna otherwise you wouldn't be here your lineage wouldn't have survived so oh. you have that deep in you it's just maybe that connection is just a few generations misplaced as far as for how the world has been in the european continent has experienced a lot of hardship has experienced a lot of change and it forces you to change forces you to adapt into those modern times and it kind of pulls you away from spirit pulls you away from what's going on around you and there there have been spiritual people all throughout time and it's 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 just being able to find yourself find your pebble and that's what we indigenous people believe is that you're 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 just your energy, your spirit, like how you say your spirit in a human form, you're an energy in that sense. And you're having an experience here as a human being, as your DNA code is constructed, your ancestral past, and you're making the blueprints for your future, many generations down the line. So uh, a, a little starting point to kind of, to help out. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. So, I mean, and the thing is, is, you know, it's just that, like you said, you know, we, we have it, we have the abilities, everybody has the abilities. It's just that, you know, our culture and everything and our, as you said, generations have just, our spirits have just been put to sleep, you know, they're, they're, they're sleeping. We just need to wake them up. It's not something to attain or to get, you know, and that's the big thing is everybody just wants to go and, and get, where can I go to get this? You know, I need to go to India to study, to do this. I need to go to, you know, Mount Kalish and, and do this and Mount Shasta for that. And, you know, it's, it's here, it's here. It's always here and always present because the creator is always here and always present. You know, as you said, the pebble, you know, just look around you, you are it and it is everything. Definitely. You are, you are pebble. You are of the creation and you have been touched by creation. You have been gifted out of all, all your generations, out of all the possibilities. You yourself have been gifted with this time on this earth, with the particular time period we're in, this particular moment. This is your time to shine. This is your time to learn. And what you learn and what you pass on uh, here to your next generations, even if it's not your direct blood lineage, it's those that you encounter, those that you touch, those ones are going to take your learnings, maybe your teachings, or maybe you know, just a couple happen happening chances of, of meeting someone could have an impact on another being. Absolutely. And that chance impact, that chance encounter could echo and reverberate many, many generations down the line. So feel positive in that. You're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. You're a part of creation. And it's just you finding your your way as a pebble. Yeah. Yeah, we we don't understand how we impact others, you know, and this the smallest little things, you know, as I've always said on the show, is you don't realize when someone is literally at the end of their rope. You know, you know, and one more thing could just push them over the edge. And if, you know, just a kind word or smile or, you know, genuine heart, you know, to heart with someone can literally change lives. And it's that ripple effect, you know, that goes on and on and on. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Just just as much as you can spread that love, spread that happiness. And then you'll learn a lot from it, too. You'll learn how other people react to that energy. You'll learn how other beings react to that energy. And some beings try to trump up that energy. 
And so that's where you start getting into needing to protect yourself, right. needing to maybe sharpen a couple edges on your pebble just to make sure you can, <laughs> you can be protected oh. for sure. <laughs> Definitely. And, you know, another thing, you know, wanted to talk about with you is, um, you know, how the importance of not only, as we just talked about, our spirit getting in touch with that, but also remembering the other spirits, you know, the spirits around us, our ancestors, guardians, guides, um, not necessarily, I mean, communicating with them is not for everybody, uh, but for those who, um, you know, can and want to do that, learn how to do that in a responsible and safe way. Uh, because if you want to know folks about the wrong way and what happens, just watch Hero's channel uh, on YouTube. He shows and talks about, they have a, what they call a meeting of the warriors where they talk about the do's and don'ts. And there are so many don'ts that we don't realize. And even professional paranormal investigators don't realize that mediums don't realize that, that, you know, when they walk in and they're, you know, well, this is a demon and I, I need to cleanse this area and kick this person out. There's so much more to it. And Hero is amazing at being able to speak directly to these spirits and finding out, you know, who they are, what they need, giving them an offering, you know, helping them move along if they want to move along, helping bring peace between them and where they reside and who resides with them. Um, it's just, it's just absolutely beautiful and amazing. And it's, you know, something we as a culture um, of settlers here uh, on Turtle Island is that we, we've gotten away from honoring our ancestors, honoring those who have passed. I mean, how many of you think about a lost loved one? Um, I'm sure if it's somebody recent or somebody very close, you probably think about them all, all the time. Or, you know, a pet, or we call Fufulu Pup Pup, you might uh, think of them always. Um, but, you know, the, to honor them, to really honor them, show them respect, and give them an offering. You know, it's just, you know, hero can explain more on that. Um, and it's not something that you have to be a, a, a medicine person or a shaman to do these offerings. It's, it's something that everybody can do. Definitely. Yeah. It's that connection with spirit, that understanding that, that you are like, you are that pebble, you are in the flow and creation of things. And that includes other beings that maybe your human form can't quite see, can't quite interpret, or maybe you can, depending on the gifts that you have. And it's always very important to represent yourself in the best way possible because you're, you are interacting with the world, no matter how secluded you may be, there are other beings out there that are interacting with you, that are looking at you and your ancestors. And how we, how we reference it is, which means your ancestors, they, they, they look upon you from, from back in, back when they were around, they already saw you. They thought about you, they prayed about you, and they actually laid down protections for you. And if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be here. They made, uh, they may have made their mistakes, and they had their knowledge, maybe their, their, their hiccups that they had back in the day 
but they did just enough to be able to pass on that knowledge to you and those protections on to you and to make the world at least to this point where you're still here we're still alive we're still humans we're we have our our issues in modern days yeah but the biggest thing is we're still here and as well those beings are still here as well those beings that once were communicated with a lot it was a daily basis it was a daily song everything we did that means in creation and everything we do with mother earth and all of creation all around it's a prayer it's a connection every breath every thought we make is that prayer and is that connection with the world around you and those beings pay attention to that all beings around they see you they recognize you they understand that you're on this earth and you're moving with everything and you have your place and so when we go out, when we go investigating, when we go to either haunted locations or sometimes we're called to, to strange happenings, uh, the biggest thing that we, we have to make sure is that we, we have that respect. We have that acknowledgement of what could be there. And so we always um, greet, uh, kind of greet and have our, our, our moments with our loved ones because as a warrior sometimes what you're going out to go against it may uh, be the last time you see your family it may be the last time that you come back and so there's always that understanding and that love and saying that we'll we'll, we'll find a way back somehow to our loved ones and then we go out and we go out to these, these places because you don't know what you're dealing with you don't know if it's something on the polar opposite of, of goodness and love you don't know if it's a, if it's a high being that has so much power that it has no concept of good and evil. It could be something that just doesn't care and just is, it's extremely powerful. So you kind of got to be careful with that. And we, with that respect, you go there. You be careful what you interact with. You be careful what's around and acknowledgement is a huge key. So when we say our prayers, we always acknowledge the four directions. We acknowledge creation and we acknowledge all elements. And that includes the light, that includes the sun, the moon, the air, the wind, all the elements that you can think of, but also acknowledging the shadow, the, the female spirit that is darkness. It's not an evil spirit. It's something that is there, that holds you and takes care of you. You were in darkness when you were in your mother's womb. And so you had that, that love and that protection there, that spirit that protects you. So it's you take care of yourself with that. You take care of yourself when you interact with those beings. Have respect for those beings because you don't know who they are. You don't know what kind of struggles they may be going through. And you as a human, you've been given a special gift to where you're, you're, you're physical. You're in this realm right here. You can speak. You have a tongue compared to a lot of other animals. They don't have that ability to enunciate language some of them kind of have an aspect of that but we have a very special tongue we have a very special means of communication where we speak for a lot of these beings we speak for a lot of these medicines we speak for a lot of these spirits and because of that we are seen as bridges and we are seen as kind of mini creators that's why our brains work a little bit different we have an imagination we have a freedom that allows us to be able to create things allows us to be able to think freely and instead of just behaving on just instinct we have that ability to have curiosity and think beyond instinct and like what happens if i 
go past my judgment and do something slightly different here. Well, what happens if I take an extra step? Sometimes you learn the hard way. Sometimes it ends up being good. And so, and it's actually gotten to us to where, where we are today with our innovation, how we're able to speak from many, many miles away. Um, thankful for that. And it's, it's a true um, testament to who we are as many creators, as, as many beings that can be that bridge. And it's up to us to have that responsibility with communication to these other beings, these other elements, these other spirits that keep the world going, that keep the world spinning pretty much. When you have that acknowledgement to them, then they acknowledge you that on your journey on what you're creating and what you're passing on, and maybe something that you're gonna have an influence on many, many generations down the line. Oh, yeah, I mean, we don't realize how many spirits, guardians, guides, ancestors are always around us all the time and are constantly helping us. You know, they're constantly doing things for us, whether we are aware of it or not, you know, because being human, if we can't see, touch, taste, or feel, you know, we don't really believe it, but they're always there. They're always doing. Definitely. And that's something too, uh, uh, multiple senses beyond just those, those five standard senses that that we can that you can develop you can open up um you can be able to get more attuned to and i, th I like that tuning kind of changing your frequency a little bit mm -hmm. to be able to hear and feel and you develop some other senses of at least acknowledgement to where maybe you get a little buzz on your back maybe you have that gut feeling or maybe it's a little pressure in your ear or maybe it's a little um a little sense of seeing something on your peripherals we have these senses that have helped us to survive. And because these beings are all around us, we have been able to survive so long interacting with their worlds. We all have those connections. It's just being able to tune into it and attune to it to an effect that we can recognize them, know when they're around and be able to communicate in that aspect. Yeah, and then, you know, as Heroes talked about, on his uh, YouTube channel quite a bit. There, there are spirits out there that you just would not believe that he's encountered and, and witnessed um, the Anasazi shadow stealers, soul eaters, thunder beings. Um, he's got a book called the journeys of a young spirit. Abalone. Abalone. Yep. Every, everybody, please go to Amazon. Of course, I'll have a link in the show description. Get that. It is amazing. It truly is amazing. And when you're talking about opening yourself up and, you know, and becoming more in tune and more um, into the spiritual beings, it's just amazing. You know, he talks about uh, Black Lightning, Hooded Owl, and, and so many others. Um, it's just amazing. And I did want to ask you, Hero, about yeah. Zolska. Zolska, yeah. Zolska. Um, <laughs> this guy behind me. <laughs> Uh-huh. Is he coming back anytime soon for, for story time? I mean, uh, if you could tell everybody a little bit about him. Yeah, so a long time ago, you can imagine, uh, even before settlers kind of came over, the indigenous peoples had a, a vast network of uh, what, what you can kind of recognize today as highways. They used to connect tribes, kind of uh, roadways or trails or paths that were allowed tribes to connect and interact with each other. And on these, uh, with these connections, there used to be a market. 
and these markets would travel all the way down to modern day south america all the way up to the tip of alaska they would travel all over and they had means of being able to sell communicate they had crafts they had ceremonies and one of the more important beings that was there the more important roles uh, of this market was a spirit a storyteller a being that has allowed them to be able to 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 communicate and to allow them to be able to speak and be a part of this communication real quick is it did it freeze the video yeah, freeze? Froze. Okay. <laughs> you froze that's all right <laughs> let me let me see if i can refresh it real quick a little bit better is it still frozen oh hold on there you are all right good <laughs> all right so it might be my computer might be getting a little warm that might be why but yes so these beings from long ago they used to be able to to tell the stories from tribes from all over the realms from all over uh the, the world pretty much and these stories were stories of each individual tribe's creations and reasons why they did things very peculiar stories of how things came about and so there is a very important role when it came to storytellers like Joska. and they say his type of spirit his type of being was there during creation and was there during other tribes creation as well and kind of what took part in very key roles in how the sun moved, how the stars were placed, how whether well, there's night and day, the timings of that, how the seasons went, how animals would go to sleep at certain times. There's a lot of different aspects that these high beings had connected connections to and their stories behind it. Their stories behind why they did what they did and why they do what they do. And those connections can, um, kind of tra uh, transcend time they're able to connect to modern day problems they're able to connect to why we do things and one of the more important stories that Jolska had in a more recent telling was a story of the tongue and how the tongue is the sharpest weapon is the most deadly weapon and is the most painful weapon they said they made the tongue out of an arrowhead when you look at an arrowhead and you flatten it out it looks like the tongue and they said it's sharp they said it deals a lot of damage but also it feeds the people it protects your people it provides healing it is not just a tool of pain but it is a tool of protection it is a tool of healing as well just like how modern day doctors they use scalpels and lasers to be able to do minute surgery and so your tongue they say you have to be very careful with you can provide many blessings. You can bring a lot of people together. You can end wars. We can also create wars. You can hurt people beyond what any blade can do. Pain and scars that can last generations. And so you be very careful with what that tongue, what you have in your mouth, what it can do. It's a very sacred blessing how we're able to speak for the spirits, how we're able to speak for ourselves and our people. It can also hurt a lot of people. So there's that lesson that he had with the tongue a lot more detail and intricacy into how it was made with his stories for sure but um he's an old spirit and when we don these masks we in a sense 
open ourselves up for the spirits to speak through them. And you can see a lot of them don't have a face, um, a very particular face. He's covered with those strands. And that's to be able to kind of protect the people. He didn't have, he had a face that is not recognizable. That can be scary. That's why we only recognize to things that kind of have a face that a face kind of like ours or a face like an animal's. Um, I think it's called pareidolia, pareidolia, mm -hmm. where we yep. connect to uh, make faces out of things based on shapes and connections. So we have an innate connection with that. And before our faces were made, how we got like the crevices on our noses and how we were shaped the way we are, it's there, there are beings that were kind of flat faced. There are beings that didn't have those features and maybe some are very scary features to us. And so that's where they have that face covering to protect us and to be able to focus on what they're saying rather than what they look like. And so that's kind of the reason why his face is covered in particular. So it's very rare that he comes out and he's only come out once for, for the ceremony here in the past, in the past, uh, at least generation. And so he may or may not come out again. We'll see. It all depends on ceremony. It all depends on the purpose. Um, the mask we'll use for other ceremonies as well. I have a few other masks that we use. Um, there is a short film where that mask was also used, um, but it's a, in all in a sense to tell stories. It's in a sense to be able to have uh, kind of translate teachings to, to people in a way that more than what words can say. So being able to tell a story with pictures, being able to tell a story with movement and action. And that's something that uh, another thing supernatural is learning how to do and trying to be able to translate all those those teachings rather than just words well you all do an amazing job amazing job with that i mean you guys are taking all of that to uh, a whole new level you know and we are so beyond blessed that you guys are out there doing what you're doing and that you're sharing your culture um in your ways the old ways with us you know uh, we cannot Thank you enough. I mean, camera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll but one of the that. things that, you know, one of the, the many things that you, that I've recently saw you talk about is, um, you know, like you said, with the mask, mm -hmm. that it gives you the ability to not only channel, um, yes. correct me if I'm wrong, channel that spirit, but also so you can communicate with spirits in that realm. That like you you have said that um for for them to recognize you as one of them and to be more at ease. And um you talked about how dangerous it is for those who um deal with death and try to, you know, cross people over and you know, anything to do with death and, and how you know you paint your nails. So when you reach through, you know, they it, they see that as, you know, part of their realm. Whereas if, you know, somebody like me was just to, you know, dabble into that, you know, it could actually bring, you know, physical harm, you know, if not kill me, you know. Definitely. We, we you'll kind of have to understand at least the teachings and the basis of those realms and those worlds. Um, there we take uh, precautions we have the songs the ceremonies a lot of them we don't show the full length of on our episodes 
um, even when we go into the action of like even painting the nails or donning the mask, there's a prayer and song and a whole ceremony that goes into even just putting that on because in a sense you are becoming those beings you are representing that world you are becoming a being that is 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 more than just human more than what your human boundaries kind of prevent you and protect you actually it's a protection it's not a, a hindrance it's not something that's supposed to be a barrier for hindrance sake it is a protection it is something that's going to be there to protect you from things that you're not necessarily supposed to dabble with quite yet right. in that realm and but sometimes we are forced to be to, to do that we are uh, and that's why we were given these songs that's why we were given these teachings we were given these languages and these motions these uh particular trinkets these particular they're called jish ceremonial objects that allow us to transcend that that allow us to kind of hold on, I got to walk in this world for a little while and maybe fix something. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like being able to, we're not meant to fly, but somehow we are up in the sky in airplanes, we, but we can't fly ourselves, but we build something around us to go up there. And so with that, you have to definitely know as much as you can of what you're doing before you, you, you do those ceremonies, you interact with those beings. Um, it is offensive to a lot of beings for you to try stepping in their world and that would be like you being able to go into the water and suddenly being able to breathe and there's being like what is this being here you're alien to them sometimes if they don't right. recognize you if they don't if they're a type of being that doesn't recognize the physical realm a whole lot and they're in their realms it's scary to them. What is this? It would be like a ghost appearing to them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A ghost appearing to them or aliens coming down. Mm -hmm. What is this? You know, like, who are you? What are you coming from? And how are you able to survive in our realm? Or it could be seen as a challenge. Like, how dare you come into this realm? How dare oh, yeah. you live in this, this world? Can you even survive in it? And so being able to walk with respect, being able to have that knowledge, know when you need to bow, know how to have manners um because like if you're interacting let's just say with a mirror being you have to walk backwards you have to be able to spin counterclockwise maybe even talk backwards sometimes there's a there's particular spiritual beings called hayokas in the lakota culture that's what they do they're backwards beings and so when you interact with the mirror world you're dealing with that you those mirror beings basically your reflection that you see has a life has a spirit and there's an unlimited amount of those and it's very interesting when you really get into the philosophy of that and also you start dealing with it in the real world spiritual world it goes back and forth <laughs> but when you start dealing with all that you have to kind of have that sense of understanding and how at least a little bit of how that world works compare that to say going to the thunder world going into the thunder beings where they are very stubborn they are very up about manners and being able to be like hey what are you doing here if you don't have a proper purpose for being here we'll end you and if it's not going to be you we'll pass it on to someone that's close to you and they're very and it's not something that's evil it is more something based on power and respect and it's right. like you have to respect your role in your place and we as human beings have to respect our place and when we do have to dabble or move some things interact with things or maybe change a path of some shape or form we have to understand what we're doing and so that's where we always say you have to be very careful when interacting with spirits very careful when interacting with other realms 
and at least have a base knowledge of respect always have an offering for sure to give and always have that love and always have that proper purpose of doing it that's kind of what we say so that's why we say ghost hunting is not necessarily for everyone it's not supposed to be for everyone that's why if you were to ask any other navajo any other uh, most indigenous people most if not all of them will say you're not supposed to mess with those things you're not supposed to mess with ghosts you're not supposed to mess with the spirits unless you're a medicinal person unless you know the songs and ceremonies unless you've gone through the trials and tribulations to be able to introduce yourself in those ways you've been there uh, you've had a, a mentor that's like hey this is how the song and ceremonies goes this is how you are when you interact and then they take you to those realms and like this is so and so and you introduce yourself to those elements and those beings and those worlds and then you're able to be like okay at least they know who you are when you're going there they know what you're doing and your where you come from your purpose so be very mindful of that and be very mindful of yourself as a pebble because sometimes a pebble can't push up against the great flow of the river but so sometimes you just have to go with the flow <laughs> but definitely be be careful oh, i think that's the baseline <laughs> yeah because sometimes us pebbles think we're mountains <laughs> and definitely. you know and that's one of the things folks that you you please go watch um hero's channel and all of his videos i mean it's it's beyond amazing uh the respect that they show the caution that they show and i absolutely love as he said there is a lot they don't show you know number one because it's sacred and number two it's awesome because that way you don't get copycatters you know teens or somebody or even, well, even stupid adults you know watching this and trying to mimic it and getting themselves into who knows what and their families and their ancestors into some kind of huge mess where they end up having to call hero to come in and try to, to get rid of this. But, you know, as heroes said on his show that the, the Anasazi, you know, if you have an Anasazi um, you can't get rid of that Anasazi. You know, there, there are things you can do, or I shouldn't say you can do. There's things hero can do to help, you know, balance the, you know, your life with that uh, being, which is just off the charts because they are beyond ancient. They have been here before anything, um, if I'm correct. Um, and it's, it's, you know, we just have to be so careful with the respect because I mean, we don't even show respect to people, humans, most of the time. And and that's something we definitely, definitely need to change. And and not just that, but again, carry that on to our to our spirits, to our, our loved ones, to our ancestors, to anything. You know, there is spirit in everything. There's spirit in a rock. There's spirit, definitely spirit in a tree. You don't believe it. Go up and put just, you know, do like Hero did at the beginning, leading us through the cleansing breaths, four breaths, put your hands on that tree, close your eyes, and just feel. Just shut the mind down and just feel. As we talked about on the show many times, switching from the mind to the heart and just feel with your heart, and you will feel that spirit of that tree. And it's just the spirit around you, the spirit in the air, the spirits around you, you know, it, it's just completely amazing. The spirit in your car, you know, the indigenous people of Tibet, people laugh at them when they're blessing cars, but they believe 
there is spirit in your car or your vehicle because all of the elements are there. All of the elements are in that motor, in that car, and that they respect that and they make offerings to that and they bless that. Definitely. We indigenous people will always do that too. That's our, there are war ponies. There, there, <laughs> yeah. there are our, our horses that get us around. And so a lot of times when we get a new car, we bless it just like we are, we do when we get a new horse. Um, we have it go on adventures with us. We ask for it to take care of to take care of us. If you go on TikTok, there are many trends of people praying to their car to get them to the gas station when they're low on gas. <laughs> so oh. there's 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 a lot to it. Um, how we indigenous people see the world around us. Everything has a life. Everything has has a spirit, and it's more than just thinking. Oh, these are just inanimate objects. They may be to the human and scientific eye. Oh, it's just a stone. Oh, it's just a table. Oh, it's just it's just a regular inanimate object that has no life but to us indigenous people it has a connection it has an energy it has that that connection to the creator it is here for a purpose it is a collection of atoms it is a collection of talking about you start going into quantum physics and indigenous viewpoints on quantum physics and how we are able to understand like um how um, I think his name is Professor uh, Leroy Littlebear and how he presented alongside um, Albert Einstein start talking about the Higgs boson field. He was an indigenous um, indigenous physicist. Uh, I think he was a mathematician, I think by trade, but he understood and tried to make those connections with science and indigenous philosophy and how we still have an understanding of how all these things are they have electrons they have um they have the atoms protons neutrons they have quarks everything that we have around us has that connection we ourselves we may think we're solid but we're just atoms that are close together and we bump into things because our atoms are just really close together <laughs> mm -hmm. and so with that, in a sense, if we were to spread our atoms out just a little bit, we wouldn't be bumping into things. We wouldn't be hitting things. We would be going right through it. We would be interacting with a different kind of realm and different kind of world. And so indigenous people have always had that, maybe not in English, maybe not in the, quite the way science believes it, but we always have that little bit of understanding. Oh, yeah. I mean, put anything under a microscope and there's all kinds of different universes that you never knew existed you know exactly it's amazing definitely and so going back to to the points of of interacting with spirit interacting with those things yeah we don't show everything there has been copycatters that have gotten themselves in trouble that has gotten themselves hurt and really um going into manners a little bit more you may have all the love in the world and all the respect and like, I want to come to learn, but it's really when you go up to a being who doesn't have modern morals in a sense that their morals are completely different than yours. It doesn't mean they're wrong. It doesn't mean their morals are wrong. They may see your morals as either weak or wrong or just completely different because their realm is different than yours and they have to behave in order to survive a very particular way and it may come off harsh to us it may come off even dark or evil to us but to them that's just how they are and how they have to live and so you being able to be a sponge 
and soak in, okay, what is this being here? So I go into a completely different part of the world and seeing their customs and cultures. You have to be able to adapt and not offend that culture in order to have that level of courtship, that level of um, diplomacy to be able to talk with them, sit with them, have dinner with them and be Mm. able to adapt yourself to not offend anyone. It's the same way with spirits. Yeah. And you know, it's people automatically like, Oh, there's a spirit in my house. It's got to go. It's like, well, that that spirit may have been there long before you and you're in its realm, you know, that we're looking at as no, it's bothering me. It's in my realm. It's in my house. Definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of things that we have to become unselfish in a sense. You have to really take yourself. Like I said, put yourself down into that pebble role. Mm you're occupying a space and time right now and you have to realize there are other things occupying this space you have the walls around you in your home and you acknowledge and you respect that you give your home offering there are beings around that you're breathing air right now you're thankful you're breathing air you have oxygen around you may have plants there may be plants outside even the the sun and the moon you're room will light up when you open the blinds and that's that sunlight those photons coming in and when you close the blinds there's that darkness that's still a spirit that's there taking care of you and you look in the reflection in the mirror when you're washing your face in the morning there's a reflection in that mirror if not when you're washing your face with that water there's that water being and also those reflections in the water you can't escape the realms that are all around you all you can do is learn to live with it respect it and in turn it'll take care of you it'll watch after you and you'll live the best life you possibly can by deciding and accepting all that that's around you oh wonderful worlds of wisdom (laughs) from hero thank you so much uh so i guess we'll wrap things up here i don't want to keep you i I wish i could but (laughs) i know you've got many things to do and we are beyond blessed to for you have been here on the show i want you to know that you are more than welcome anytime Anytime on the show, we would be more than blessed to have you back. Um, we always close with a with a prayer, and we would be honored, deeply honored, if you would close us out with a prayer. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me here. Thank you, everyone, for for listening. Thank you, everyone, for being a part of uh, of your journey. Allow me to be a part of your journey and help you out. Hopefully, something that I have will be able that I say that I that I show something can uh, uh, be able to help you on your journey. Can be able to be a tool in your belt, and so that way you can rely on it. And if not you, maybe someone down the line that you talk to, they'll be able to utilize this tool to help them out. So thank you, everyone. I so hope and pray you've enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you're searching for and more 
here with us. Stop by anytime, all the time. You are family. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with as many people as possible. Subscribe, rate, and review. And if you really enjoyed the show, please consider making an offering. Offerings are a great way to help sustain and improve the show and the Faith and More ministry. Offerings can be made through Patreon at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash faith and more podcast. Next is prayers. I love to pray and our Faith and More family love to pray as well. So let us pray for you. You can email me directly at faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com. I am also offering healing sessions now that involve angelic, intuitive, and quantum healing. This is done via phone or Zoom. Due to the scope, energy, and time involved in this type of healing, there is a minimum donation required. Please contact me for more information at faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com. Also, please don't forget about our YouTube channel. There's lots of great videos there, and it gives you more of an immersive experience. Just go to youtube.com slash at faithandmorepodcast. So until next time, have a most blessed week and know that each and every one of you are in my heart and prayers. Bless you.